Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Biblo Escapes and Destruction. Today, something a little bit different, and I'm joined by a group of photographers, group of uh, artists, group of uh, bookmakers as well, to discuss the forthcoming publication, Literal, from uh, which is kind of another collaboration led by uh, Paul Gotts and John Ash. So today I've got joined by both Paul and John, but also along with Lynn Fraser, Ali Lewis and Fiona McGowan, who have contributed photography to this collaboration, which also features the words of Jeff Young. So before we get into talking about, uh, I suppose, the background to the book, it would be great if everyone could give a brief introduction to their photographic journey. So we'll start with Paul. Over to you, Paul. I'm just an amateur photographer who used to take photographs, human, and um, I'm taking fewer and fewer photographs and spending more time making handmade books of my images and other people's images and involving myself with work like this. So I'm spending quite a lot of time doing this. I've done for the last couple of years and I enjoy it. So there you go. Very good. Not sure. taking many images. Short, short and sweet, but no, yeah, Paul uh, Paul does make some beautiful books. And yeah, this is your third collaboration. So, John, you're obviously invo- been involved in all three collaborations, so a bit of an introduction to yourself as well. Yeah, it's very very similar, really. You know, I'm very much an amateur photographer, but uh, I've self-published a couple of zines uh, myself earlier on, um, after the encouragement from Paul and uh, Rob Knight and yourself uh, as well. Um, but more recently, been more involved in in bookmaking, whether that be what we're doing now with the collaboration or, or, or handmaking stuff uh, and doing our workshops um, more so than actually taking pictures. Excellent. Fiona, over to you. Morning, Ewan. Um, I took up photography in 2015, uh, did a little introduction to photography course Um got absolutely hooked and um, decided to uh, try and sort of develop, join the RPS, kind of work my way through um, doing some of their distinctions. Um, I did uh, Introduction to Handmade Books one day course with Alex Hare in the summer of 2020 and uh, just really enjoyed doing handmade books. Thought it was a fantastic way to uh, sort of bring small projects that I've been working on uh, to a close and um, remain passionate about photo books. That's what I love, taking, taking pictures, um, especially at the coast and uh, making handmade books. Excellent stuff. Ali, what about yourself? What's your journey to photography? Um, well, it kind of came out of the blue, really. It was about six years ago. Um, it's well, I say it came out of the blue. I mean, my dad was into photography and I was kind of surrounded by it as a kid. But yeah, about, about six years ago now, I decided to go walking again because another love is nature. Um, uh, tried to take photos on my phone and it didn't work. So I got a present, which was a digital camera, and it was totally hooked from day one. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Um, yeah, I'm mainly kind of nature based, um, walk around forests and things like that. Got into a local um, camera club. Um, which is where I learned most of my things from. And then by some miracle, happened to get onto the Great British Photography Challenge, which just gave me loads and loads of confidence. And yeah, I've never done a book before. I've only just got into photo books, really. Um, so this was an amazing experience for me. Brilliant. And finally, Elaine, a bit of background and introduction to yourself. Well, I'm an amateur photographer as well, and I've really always taken photographs, but always with one of those little Instamatics. Do you remember the the, the Kodak Instamatics yeah. where you could 
put a cube flash in the top, started off with that and always really enjoyed it. And then eventually bought myself a DSLR back in, I think, 2012. And about 2014, I decided I really needed to learn how to, to use the camera properly and uh, get myself onto manual. And I've mostly done that through going on workshops and photo tours. I like to travel. So uh, that's how, how I've done that. And then just getting out in the landscape in Scotland where I live, because we live in the most beautiful part of the world. We do indeed, but we don't get as much snow. Um, the last couple of weeks, I think there's been more snow everywhere else, including the South Downs, and there has been the central belt of Scotland. Up north where you stay, Lynn, there's maybe a bit more snow, but it's been certainly very depressing for the, for those of us who live in it around Glasgow where there's been nothing. Anyway, thank you very much for introducing yourself. So, yeah, obviously this is your fourth collaboration, and it's slightly different from, I think, your previous one. So, Paul, I don't know if you want to maybe give us a bit of a background in terms of where where it differs from from previous collaborations that you've done um well it's we every time we try to change it slightly and this time we wanted to um i think some of the feedback we'd had um i think doug chinry suggest said he, he's really enjoyed the book but he, the book the earlier books but he, he sort of suggested to us that we consider three photographers rather than six just yep. to show more of their individual work, which we thought, um, you know, we, we've taken that on board. I thought that was good advice. Then we thought we we still wanted to do um, do something that was benefiting a charity because that seemed popular last time or the last two times. So we wanted to keep the charitable angle in. Um, we wanted to, I think John and I both quite fancied the idea of a, black and white theme through the book. So that would perhaps, we thought at the time, make curating them a little bit easier. I'm not yep. sure if it has. Perhaps, perhaps it has worked. Um, so black and white. Um, um, what else was it? Was that? I'm missing something dreadfully important. Uh, the words. What was it, John? Oh, yeah, the words. The words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, God, Jeff Young. Yeah, we thought the most radical approach were, was um, we wanted some words written by a proper author, a proper writer. Um, and that's where Jeff Young came in. Um, um, I just remembered I'd read a book a couple of years ago called Ghost Town by this Liverpool writer called Jeff Young, who um, it wasn't a traditional story about memories in Liverpool, i.e. stuff full of analogies with the Beatles and Paul McCartney. It was about, I thought, some really um, um, special messages he had about walking around Liverpool as a youth and what Liverpool was like now. So, I, you know, I'd lived on Liverpool for 40 years and I immediately had a real empathy with it. So, um, and he's on Twitter, so I just sent him a message to say, Very good. any chance? So. It just went like that. He said, yeah, um, direct message, give us a message. So sent him a message. He said, could you give us some examples of what you've done? So we sent him up with the new beginnings and a couple of other books. And he signed up just like that for nothing, you know. So other than a bottle of malt whiskey, which yeah. I haven't given him yet. <laughs> so that was the real step in the dark for John or I because... Um, 
Yeah, it's, it, it adds, he's a, it adds he's a, a proper bit, writer. Yeah, it adds a very different dimension to to yeah. the whole project as as well, and it can it can I think it nicely threads the different perspectives and different approaches that each of the photographers have taken together. Um, yeah, this talk is just we didn't even know if he wanted to see the photographs, so we had to write to him to say. You're just going to write this sort of stuff off the top of your head. You're, oh, no, I want to see the photographs. Yeah. So then I said, do you want to see a PDF or a proper hard copy? Oh, no, I'd like to see a hard copy because I'll feel, feel yeah. more. And I we just, you know, he just got the impression with him that, um, well, I know he really enjoyed doing it. He loves the photographs. He found yeah. it a really positive thing to do. So that was the the big change. And I, I guess we'll come on to the words later. Um and after that, it was just publicising what we wanted. Um, and um, he's, he got a, a, good, a good response. And through looking at social media and websites, we came up with the shortlist of three. Yeah. And um, these are the three who are on the shortlist. <laughs> and um, we've been working together really well ever since. Excellent. Is that about right, Joe? Oh, Jack Law, of course. Go on, you yeah. mentioned Jack Law. Yeah, yeah so carry on, John. Can I say the um, the other part of what we wanted was to have uh, obviously a, a forward as, as part of the book written by someone with a with a, a reasonable profile um, as well. I've I came across Jack's work a number of years ago when he came to our camera club to give a presentation on his lifeboat station project. Loved, loved his work ever since um, and, and followed it quite closely. And it just so happened that when we, me and Paul were talking about what we were going to do, <clears throat> I think his, his newsletter popped in to the, to the inbox and it seemed like an obvious ask to go to Jack and then use the RNLI as the, the charity um, to say, would he be interested? And very much like Jeff, it was, okay, well, send us what you've done before. Uh, I'll have a look, and we did that. And within a couple of days, he come back and said, "Yeah, count me in. I'll do it. It's all good." Right. Yeah, and as you see, his his RNLI project of the lifeboats is fantastic. At some point, I'm sure he will complete it. I imagine COVID put a bit of a spanner in the works from traveling around in this converted ambulance. But hopefully, at some point, yeah, that whole project comes to fruition. Now, obviously, you decided on pure black and white this time which i think works well in terms of the whole sequencing aspect of it because i suppose you you're then down to subject matter and in as opposed to having to deal with a range of contrasting colors but how did you select the subject or choose the theme john where where did the idea for that come from it's on the on the back of the fact that it was going to be r and um post or the sea or or something relating to that again seemed seemed to be the obvious choice. Um, one of the reasons for going black and white, as Paul mentioned, was to, to, to make it easier, I guess, to yeah. um, bring all this stuff together. But we, we also wanted the book to be more of a, a, a full collaboration and a mix rather than previous books, which were, say, six images from six photographers and they're very much little mini portfolios uh, on the theme. We, we wanted this to, to, to really mix in, but as, as Paul also mentioned, we had no idea at the time whether it would actually work or whether we'd still end up with almost three sections of a book because 
yeah. they wouldn't match or they, they we wouldn't be able to sequence them in, in a way that 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 mixed them in. Yep. Um but I think we've we've both been relieved, possibly too strong a word. Um, <laughs> but really impressed with the photos we've got meant that we could um mix them yeah. up, put them in a sequence that still made sense to to give something to Jeff then to write his words. Um which again has, has has really brought them all together, um, in in a way that, well, it, it's better than we could possibly have hoped for. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think the sequencing is wonderful, and as you say, it's really nice to see the combination of images from each of the photographers blended together, as opposed to just here's all of Lynn's, here's all of Ali's, here's all of all of Fiona's photographs. So I'm going to ask the three photographers. So how how what was your initial reaction, and how did you what was your initial response to what the theme was going to be, and how did you think you were going to tackle that approach? So I'll start with you, Lynn, if that's okay. I know it's putting someone on the spot, but someone has to go first. <laughs> Um, well, once I got over the initial euphoria of being selected, good old imposter syndrome, syndrome set in and I just thought, help, <laughs> what have I signed up for? And my mind just went completely blank. I had no idea how I was going to approach the project. And we've been given, I think it was three months, wasn't it, guys, um, to produce the images. And I suddenly thought, three months, it's not long enough. What am I going to do? Um, but I've got a background in archaeology and I, once I calmed down, I, I started to think about that and start to try and think about things that I like to, to photograph. So I came up with man-made structures. So that gave me a bit more of a focus because it was such a wide remit, um, just literally the, the, the coastline. And I mean, that's huge. And there's all sorts of things you could photograph. And then once I thought man-made objects, I came up with a list of locations that I could go to places that I knew where there was a a shipwreck or there were um, anti-tank defences, that sort of thing. Lighthouses, I love lighthouses. So that made it much easier for me to then sort of plan out where I was going to go, how I was going to do it. But I didn't go out with a set um, thing in in my mind as to how I was going to approach the photography. I went to the location, I knew what was there, and then I just responded to what I saw and how I was feeling on that particular day. Yeah. What about yourself, Ali? How, what was your kind of approach and response to it? Uh, yeah, much the same as Lynn, actually. <laughs> it all happened very fast. It was a bit of a last minute thing. And, and I nearly didn't apply because, I mean, I read it and thought, oh, it's on the sea and the coast. Um, so I, I haven't really photographed the sea and the coast much before, even though I love it. I'm a bit landlocked here because I'm in Shropshire. So it's kind of like, I think it's about a two hour drive to the, clo- the closest bit of coast to me. And then again, I was thinking, well, I've got two young kids, I work, blah, blah, blah. Should I even do it? Then I thought, ah, yeah, just go for it. And so, yeah, I was I was really shocked and very, very surprised that I got through and so happy. Um, but luckily for me, I was I think it was the week following I found out I got through. We were going on holiday to Devon. So that was kind of worked very nicely for me. <laughs> so my husband was like, oh, I guess I'm babysitting then. <laughs> I was like, yeah. But um, yeah, we, we, I think that was August time. So I knew it was going to be yeah. really busy and everything. But a friend of mine recommended a beach um, over near where we were staying. And it turned out to be absolutely fantastic because I think we saw about six people in the whole time we were there. And it was all very big rocks and pebbles and seaweed. And for me, I'm kind of like, I think in my head, I thought I had to take landscape pictures, but 
Paul and John were brilliant in that they said, you know, you've got completely free reign as long as it's based on the sea and the coast, you know, you go for it sort of thing. So I decided to go for my, you know, what I'm drawn to naturally, which is the little parts of nature and details and all this kind of thing. So, yeah, I found this fantastic beach um, covered in fossils and all kinds of, you know, little bits of seaweed and little, little things yeah. that I like. Um, so, yeah, I had a fantastic time there. And then I knew that I had plenty of time left before the photos had to be handed in. So I thought I'm going to make the most of it and took myself off by myself, just me and my camera, uh, to Wales, uh, went to Harlech and managed to choose the most glorious two days. Um, but I was kind of like, I had all these amazing skies, um, clouds, all sorts of things. And I did find myself drawn to taking more landscape type photos, which isn't what I would normally do. Um, but it was just such an amazing time, amazing place. Um, yeah, so I ended up with you know, my more detailed kind of photos and some landscape photos, which, you know, it was expanded my horizons a bit and made me think more about what I was doing. And yeah, I just had the most fantastic journey through it all. And I'm so pleased to have been given this experience. Well, that's it. And I, th I think it's always really interesting when you're set quite restrictive constraints by someone else, not by yourself, because it's very easy for us all to set our own constraints in which we operate within. I set my own as well for my own work. And But when someone else tells you, this is what you've got to do, these are your constraints, albeit still very flexible, it allows for an entirely different approach. How did you approach it, Fiona? I know you obviously love your coastal photography, um, but yeah, I think you were darting around the country as well, trying to take photographs uh, when you had time. I did indeed, yeah. I mean, we found out uh, mid-August that we'd been selected. So, you know, as Lynn said, I mean, it was the sort of, the delight in being picked was uh, pretty quickly followed by a mild sense of panic, thinking, oh my God, you know, um, am I going to be able to do it? Because we were going away in mid-October. So I basically had the sort of two months to uh, to do it. Um, like Ali, I actually uh, live a long way from the coast. So I live in rural Gloucestershire. So uh, that makes it uh, a bit tricky. Um, and it was sort of just this, well, am I going to be able to do it? Because the brief we were given, uh, you know, was great in that it was a fairly broad brief. So it was to be at the coast and we had to have 20 images, uh, black and white, but they all had to be new work. So they, they couldn't be work sort of out of your catalog. Um, and obviously I had to get them ready by sort of mid-October before I went away. So it was a case of sort of trying, we had a couple of trips planned. So um, we were going to see some friends in Cornwall. Um, so that was good. And uh, then, so it was like frantically sort of rearranging the diary to try and make a few trips to the coast. So. Um, I had a, a friend, a good friend, Carol, who kindly um, helped out. So she invited me up to North Yorkshire to visit her sister. So we decamped up there for a few days and did some photography around Whitby and the coast there, which is lovely. Um, we also had a trip, as you know, to Fife. Uh, we were testing out a camper van so for a week. So I was able to take some pictures up around St Andrews and the beaches up there, which were lovely. Um, and then, you know, the, the kind of hard part then was sort of after dashing around and taking all of these pictures um, was obviously deciding which ones to select. I mean, I personally, and obviously Ali talked about liking sort of small detailed pictures, which I like as well, but I also like quite abstract, quite minimalist coastal pictures. So I'd ended up with quite a range of images. 
um, you know, a bit like doing your own book, the really hard bit is actually then editing, curating and, and deciding which ones I was going to put forward because it's really hard because obviously I knew that John and Paul were going to have a tough job trying to take the work of three different photographers to put that into a cohesive book with the words. So it was trying to sort of um, pick through my images. So um, that, that took a while. Um, and then there was a huge sense of relief when I sent them off thinking, well, actually, <laughs> I've man managed to do it and was obviously just fingers crossed that, um, you know, the images, one, they were going to like them and two, obviously, they were going to fit with Lynn and Ali's work as well. Well, that, that, that's the challenge is, as you say, once you've set your 20 images off, the kind of pressure's off you. The pressure is now on John and Paul to actually piece it all together. But what I think is wonderful is the fact that you've got three very different backgrounds and different approaches. So, as you say, if you want to quite a bit of abstract, uh, um, Ali, you, quite a bit of intimate in terms of the rocks and then the balance of is Lynn where you've got some of the beautiful s structures that you see along the coast. So when when all the images came in, uh, John and Paul, um, what was your immediate reaction? Fear or or relief? John, you can start. Okay. <laughs> it, it, was, it was certainly both, I think. It was um, relief that the guys had, had absolutely hit the deadline and <laughs> sent us what we needed that was great um but then yeah what the heck what the hell how how are we gonna, now gonna manage this and and wrangle what we had was 60 ish images and choose mid 30s of those or 40 to start with and try and create a sequence um that made some kind of sense in that um i think we were Still pleasantly surprised actually when it, when they came when when we got prints of, of of all of the images and just the old school way of, of of laying them out and having a look. Um it looked then when you could see them all that it was it was actually gonna work. You could you could tell that there was uh, enough images that would that were different but similar in 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 ways yeah. um that could be put together in a way that would make sense. Um and also certainly there was a a feeling that there was enough in in the images as well to to give to Jeff that could really give him as a a base to 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 write his words around. Um, so after doing it separately, um, we got together in in Sheffield, which is kind of midway between the two of us, um, and laid them all out and moved them about and had a chat and walked away and come back and did all that stuff. Um, we had some. Uh, Dav Thomas, yep, as well, and the guy who designed all the triple kite books. Um, so we we chosen a, a size um, and a square uh, book, and how we were going to do it, and it really started to to come together that day. I think anything you want to add to that, Paul? Just I was just going to the. Um... From my point of view, I think one of the best things we did is we just sent all the photographs, the 60 or so photographs up and got three three full sets of hard copies that um, we each got. I think yeah. that was valuable at the start and right the way through the process when there's been a little glitch and we think, oh, um, you know, you, you've given us a, um, a lot of help, you, and when you 
Oh, no. Um, one of your suggestions when we sent you an early draft, um, maybe go scurrying back to the Isle of Black and White photographs about an alternative. And it's a much, much for me, a much better way of doing it than just looking on the screen. You can physically look at that photograph and say, well, what matches? Let's have another, another look. So I think that getting those from Boots was really cheap and a good technique, really, that work. But no, that, that just echoes what, what John said. Yeah, and so for uh, for the three for the three photographers, when when you first saw the copy of the first draft come through, what was your immediate reaction in terms of how your work fitted with the the work of the others, but also in terms of where it all been sequenced and how did that compare to your your vision? We'll start with you this time, Fiona. <laughs> <laughs> On the spot. I was delighted. Um, I mean, we saw the PDF probably, what, um, just over a week ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'd seen um, just um, one or two bits. Um, John and Paul had pulled together just a couple of flyers to help us with our marketing. Yep. Um, but we saw the full PDF um, just over a week ago. And, uh, um, I mean, it. I just think it's amazing. I think the way that they've sequenced... Uh, the photographs um, and together with Jeff's words. Um, Jeff's words are amazing. They really add um, to the book. I mean, I love words and I tend to use words in my own photo books, um, but I wish I could write like John. So um, Jeff, sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, just um, it just works, just works really well. And now I'm really excited about actually seeing the uh, printed book. I think um, John and Paul have done a, a super job. What about yourself, Lynn? How how was the first reaction for you? Oh, it was just wow. I was I was just blown away by it. I'd had no vision in my head as to how it might come together because I'd just given that responsibility completely over to, to Paul and John. So it was it was a lovely, lovely surprise actually when I opened up because there was a little bit of trepidation, I have to admit, because you know you just don't quite know what somebody else is going to do with your work. But my goodness me, they've done a great job. And as Fiona says, Jeff's words are just incredible. And I think they really draw the whole book together. I mean, it's just, I know it's prose, but it's poetry. It's just beautiful writing. Excellent. Ali, yourself, was it a, was it a welcome relief when you saw when you saw the the product? I, I was quite overwhelmed actually. It came through. Um, the guys sent it through sort of latest at night, and I was sitting with my son actually. And I was like, "Right, well, you're gonna have to be quiet for a minute." <laughs> and I read through it, and I wasn't. I didn't really know what to expect, and I loved the way the guys have put all of our photos together. I wasn't sure if it was just going to be, you know, mine, Lynn's, Fiona's, but the way that they're all put together um, and the way that it's sort of, the words are integrated together with all our photos as well. Um, yeah, I was just, like I say, I was absolutely overwhelmed. And I, I got to the end of it and my son was like, are you okay, mom? Because I was crying. <laughs> I was, honestly, I just fell in love with it straight away. Um, and I, I think I said to him, I said, you know, even if, I wasn't involved with this book. If I'd have seen that, I would have bought it straight away. Uh, the words are so, so beautiful. I think I'm a bit of a romantic. And again, you know, it's, I, I just totally fell in love with it. And I love the fact, I mean, to have somebody to look and spend time over your photos and then write about them, because I'm, I'm the same as Fiona. I, I often put words of my 
uh, photos or lyrics. It's it's a real privilege to have that. Yeah, absolutely. I, th I think the the addition of the words from someone who actually is a writer is a very different thing from photographers writing about their own work. I find it very difficult to write about my own work. I find very difficult to even title my own work, never mind actually write about it. So to actually have someone who just takes the images with no emotional connection to them and then add an emotional connection to it, it brings something bring something very different um which which i think is a one which i think is a wonderful thing um was it a, a great success from your perspective john in terms of how it's all come together i couldn't be happier couldn't be happier and it's it, i think obviously we're biased i guess with these things as to all of us on on this um recording but um i think the we, we want to we set out to produce um, so a higher quality of product than, than we had in the previous collaborations. That's not to say just from the the, the, the photographs are better, whatever. Yeah. The actual product, book itself. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be um, properly printed, proper printers, hardback book, um, quality paper. Um, it's it's really the, the whole package is going to be head and shoulders above anything we've done before. Um, so. The, the division that me and Paul had, I think, when we, when we set out, um, has, has been fully realised. Uh, and I, I couldn't be more happy. And, and, and like everyone said, I, I can't wait to see the, the finished book and, and hold that in the hands because it's, it's going to be quite special. And uh, and Paul, from your perspective, do you think this that this kind of the format that you've got for this one, do you think this... A kind of that maybe stands in better stead for maybe doing future collaborations. Do you think this is maybe the model that you'd maybe go you go forward with in terms of fewer photographers, but but something uh, a bit more substantial that allows the photographers to really express themselves on the on the subject matter that you've selected? Yeah, I think so. You, I think, um, I think, I think it, I think it's an excellent model. We we've been incredibly lucky yeah because the images are coming on time the images have been of a quality that we like that are good excellent that we can blend into something that is more than three portfolios but then the words just coming in from the guy i've never spoken to before like like ali said i was you know unbelievable when i came through and i just saw what they looked like and i read them um, so it's a model, but we've been incredibly lucky to pull it off. And you don't, we had a great sequence of photographs and lots of blank boxes. You could have put in any old sort of tush. You could have, yeah. um, there was a risk you wouldn't respond. You don't know. So it's, it's a model and I'd love to, we'd both love to replicate it, but, um, it's, it's just a bit of a bit of luck. I think there was a. I think yeah. he had a relationship with the group of us that he enjoyed. It Absolutely. worked for him. Perhaps he had a free couple of weeks. He's a busy writer. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of luck involved, but it, it has. John and I are just really, really thrilled with how it's going. Cool. I know. It's obviously, Fiona, you make your own handmade books, and and others have got interest in it. 
Um, Ali, do you think it's something that's going forward, books, zines, making something of yourself, making something of your own work is something that interests you? And would you now, on the back of this, look to incorporate maybe more words than you previously would have thought about incorporating? Oh, definitely. Definitely, yeah. It's something I've thought about for a long time, and I have got a bit of an idea in my mind at the moment. Um, I've always wanted... Well, I've my dad was a photographer, but unfortunately he passed away when I was 14, but I have all of his slides. Um, and then recently, I've been always trying to think of a way of, you know, showing them or, or using them in some way. So I, it has given me the idea now of making a book or a sign, um, incorporating his images and my images together. And yep. again, doing this, it's just, it's just confirmed that that's definitely, you know, the way forward and what I'd love to do. Um, I don't, I'm going to have to get some advice on it. I don't know what I'm doing yet. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's definitely something I want to do. Um, and I, I think I've fallen into that trap that a lot of people do that I take, well, I make, I make images all the time, but they're on my computer and I don't show them which yeah. is, seems really, really sad. So, yeah, it's definitely something I'm going to look at in the future. Yeah, but I, I, know, I know a lot of people think, yeah, it's sharing and it's it's something sad, but my view on these things is, is there's always the best time, there's always a right time to be shown the work, and that maybe takes time to establish and decide how best it is to show the work as opposed to just showing for the sake of showing. I think so many people get caught up in terms of having to push images out over and over again, so they're all on social media, but actually there can be a better way of showing the work, which might not be one at a time over a piecemeal time. What about yourself, you and obviously you do a lot of handmade books does this has this project influenced or maybe changed the way you approach doing this for yourself yeah I would think so I think um, especially from the point of view of um, words um, yep. so we were lucky enough to make a, a much awaited trip to Antarctica in January and uh, so I've obviously come back with quite a few images from that. So um, I've got a few ideas for books, uh, one of which I've sort of started editing some of the images. And one of the things I want to do is to incorporate a lot more words. Um, but uh, obviously, Jeff makes it look very easy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, yeah so, so definitely, I think that um, matching together the images and the words will be something that I'll work on more going forward. Cool. What about, what about yourself, Len? Books, photo books, have, have they appealed to you in the past? Is this something that you could see yourself doing more of in the future? Oh, definitely. Um, I have tried um, my hand at the handmade books, um, but I haven't had much time to keep going with that. So that's on this year's to-do list. Yeah. And I have done the odd photo book for myself, just from trips, you know, taking advantage yep. of special offers that you see online and what have you. But um, the combination of the images and words was actually one of the things that drew me to this project because it is something that interests me. And like Fiona, I've just come back from an extended trip. I was in Africa for a month. So I've come back with a lot of images and I really want to do something with them rather than like you say, just put them online. So I've actually signed up to do a writing course in May. So hoping once I've done that, that I might be able to then look at putting something together that combines my images and, and some words to go with it. Brilliant. Very good. And obviously, Paul, John, the book is uh, currently, I think, just being finalised in terms of design layouts and everything that goes with that. And then it goes off to get printed. Um, is it June, I think, it's due to get 
published or arrive in lighter boxes? Yeah, yeah. Pre-orders um, are open now. They finish at the end of April. So the plan is in May. Um, the book gets, in the first half of May, the book gets printed. Second half of May, hopefully they send it to us. Um, we are all thinking we're going to get together. For one of the options um, that people can buy is like a signed copy. So yeah. I think we're still in the diary. We're all getting together in um, Sheffield in 23rd weekend, April, to do all the signing, which will be very um, exciting. And I think Jeff Young's coming to that, which is, you know, where, um, and people from Scotland as well, even. So uh, I know, I mean, where I know is it's a long way, it's a long way. So that's that's going to be great. And then um, ready to go out early June, you and yeah. Brilliant, excellent stuff. Well, I, I'm very much looking forward to seeing it. I actually still need to place my order as well. It's something I will be doing. Um, maybe we get a signed copy that forces all of you to be in the same place. I thought you'd maybe actually time the signing of it, uh, guys, so that you could get the three of them to help you package it as well. To That's the... part of it, yeah. Just uh, yeah. Ewan, honestly. That's but as, um, as, no, that's as, the plan. It'll be good. It'll be yeah, good. but as many of the podcast listeners know, I am always interested to know what some favourite photo books are of uh, of all my guests. Obviously, with there being five people here, I'm not going to ask for five books each, otherwise we'll be here for about another an hour and a half, um, and it'll become very, very expensive. So I'll ask everyone for, for three of their favourite photo books for those who want to share. We'll go around on a, on a, on a lighter rotation so that, uh, okay, Fiona, first book oh, from sorry, yourself. Yeah. Just, just before yep. we do that, would you mind giving a shout out for the uh, website? Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's um, open for pre-orders um, yep. until the 30th of April. Yes. So obviously the more people um, that order, the better, and the more funds proceeds will raise for the RNLI. Uh, so uh, the website is literalphotobook.co.uk. Excellent. Yep literalphotobook.co.uk and I'll post a link on the website as well for when for people who want oh, to pre-order and there's all the images and details of all the different editions that you can order as well I think there's a few print editions and fancy editions like that yeah. so yep um, everyone who supports it yep raises more money for the RNLI <laughs> wonderful cause okay back onto the photo books right Fiona you're up first first book from yourself oh. As everybody says, this is really difficult. So um, I've got four here, but I hear I've been restricted to three. Yeah, we'll, we'll, so we'll, see, we'll see how we get on time-wise, but let's let's start and see see where we get to. Um, one of my favourite books, and probably the one of the ones that I would um, save on my desert island, uh, is Paul Sanders' Solace. Yeah. Um, I find it's a book that I go back to um, time and time again. A lot of my photo books on my shelf you know, I look at when I get them and they go on the shelf and then I rarely go back to them, but this is one that I pick up um, and I'm sure it's a favourite of many people. Yep. Um, okay, another... next, no, no, we'll go around rotation, so I'm not going to do them all, all to start with. Right, Ali, over to you. You're next. First book from oh, you. Oh, blimey. <laughs> well, I'm a bit of a newbie to this and unfortunately, you most of the books I've got, you've recommended, so <laughs> they're not going to be very new. 
Um, but I think I'll have to go with In the Dreamtime by Nikki Gwynne-Jones. And yeah. um, I've never heard of her until, well, Christmas, last Christmas. Uh, and a friend of mine gave it to me as a gift because he said her images reminded him of some of mine, which is very, very nice of him to say so <laughs> after I read the book. So, yeah, it's, it's a meditation on the flowers of Orkney. And it's all very kind of, it's quite dreamy and, you know, again, the kind of thing I like, kind of um, detailed single images of plants, flowers, leaves, things like that. But yeah, very definitely recommend it. It's a beautiful book. Yeah, I have a copy of that book as well. After you suggested it at one of the book club events, it's very yeah. nicely, be- beautifully done, beautiful colours as well and pastel tones. Okay, Len, over to you. First book from yourself. Well, I think usually my favourite book is the, the, the latest one that I've bought. But actually, the first one I'll give you is Marilyn Stafford's A Life in Photography. Right. Um, sadly, she died a couple of months ago, but she was in her 90s and pretty much started her photographic career photographing Einstein, which is a very good start. Um, but the book is all in black, mostly in black and white, and it covers documentary, fashion, portraiture, travel. So it's a great book to sit and flick through and get inspiration or just think, oh, I'd like to go and visit there. Or, oh, I wish I'd taken that photograph. It's a lovely book to get lost in. Cool. Lovely. John, anyone from yourself? Uh, yeah, my first book is uh, Bill Schwab, The Gallery oh, yeah. and Calm um, Collection. It's, again, it's, I'm sure it's been nominated by other people. Uh, and they're black and white images, um, just just fabulous. The atmosphere and um, how he managed to, to to capture some fairly ordinary scenes, and in, in some instances, um, was just superb. Uh, and something I, I go back to to try and inspire me to do better with my own. Yeah, it's, your shelf too. it's a love. It's a lovely book, Bill's book. What about yourself, Paul? Are you? you... The only one I'm going to make, I've only got one. I just, um, I think the work of Mark Wilson is just yeah, yeah. brilliant for me. And I think his latest one, Remnants, that I've got is just another one at all. So and yeah. just a different class in yeah. terms of the photography, the, the words, the way he puts it together, and the background obviously is just too much real. Um, Mark's work is just brilliant. Yeah, a great, yeah, great book, and his his latest one's been really, really nicely printed as well. Yeah. Something a bit different from his previous, <coughs> from his previous books. Okay, uh, Fiona, over to you for your second second selection. Uh, my second selection is Traces Within by Eva uh, Vutatsky. Uh, I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly. Um, so it's a beautiful. Um, it's a really interesting book in that it's done. Obviously, we're recording, so people can't see this, but it's three books that have been stitched together onto a concertina cover. Um, mm-hmm. So you can actually open it up into sort of one long strip and you can sort of create. There's no obvious sort of beginning and end to it. Yeah. Um, it's like drifting through memories. Um, and it's just so you can actually make different combinations of the pages. It makes over 2000 combinations. And it's just an absolutely beautiful um, little Lovely. handmade book. Very nice. Ali, second choice? Um, I, I don't know whether you're going to class this as a photo book, but it kind of is. Um, I'm actually finding a little book called Reflections of Madison County, uh, which is a visual journey by Mark Heffron. 
Um, it's basically my favourite film in the world is Bridges in Madison County. And um, I managed to find this little book. And if you know the film, it's um, about a guy who is a photographer of the National Geographic. So somebody has gone to this covered bridge in Madison County and, and taken photos around it um, and around the area. And it's just full of beautiful photos of that area. And it's been put together with um, loads of lovely poetry and quotes as well. So I am going to class it as a photo book. Very nice. Sounds <laughs> good. It's, yeah, it's, it's very beautiful. <laughs> it reminds me of the film. Very good. Excellent. Lynn? Next one is a fairly recent acquisition and it's Alice Tomlinson's Gleeselani or The Islanders. And yep. it's a documentation of the traditional costumes and masks worn during festivals and celebrations uh, on the islands of the Venetian lagoons, Sicily and Sardinia. And again, all in black and white and they are just beautiful works of art. Lovely. Sounds very good and, and something very different, but quite niche and quite specific i would say in terms of in yeah, terms of it was a subject matter she, yeah very very niche and i think we took them on a medium format camera on right. using film so beautiful the, the the quality is amazing and it's a very tactile book because the the cover feels like a material as well lovely john second choice from yourself uh i'm gonna go with uh truncated by paul hart um yep. my my own personal work for the last couple of years really has been mainly around black and white trees um so Dean Paul's work and what he did and and how it's even yes like the, the start is in, in, in company of unremarkable trees it, it's taking something that people walk past and, and ordinary views and making them something special um and again it's, a, it's another inspiration for me yeah, a lovely book. I really like Paul Hart's work and they're generally very beautifully printed as well. Mm. That, that is one that's very hard. I think you picked up a copy quite reasonably priced. I think I managed to pick one up slightly paying slightly more than what you paid for <laughs> yours, but still not as expensive as you can end up paying to pick up a copy of it because it's very hard. But his whole far his whole Fens series trilogy is really, really nice yeah. as well and really nicely printed. And it's always nice to see what work he gets up to. Okay, final selection, Fiona. Oh, hard decision to make. Um, probably the one that I'll go with is Another Place Press book, uh, yep. The Inner Sound uh, from Ian Stewart, yep. uh, which I think is a, just a, a beautiful book. It's a mix of um, some colour, a few black and white, um, but it just works uh, really well. Good, yeah, lovely. A big fan of another place press as well. Always uh, interesting. You always get a few suggestions. There's always a few suggestions from it, and they always vary because he's published so many of them. And um, Ali, final selection from yourself. Um, I know I've mentioned it before, you, but it's going to have to be uh, a tree, a blade of grass, version to Maida, if I pronounce that properly. Um, I just absolutely adore his work because he's, you know, one of these guys. He'll do beautiful landscapes and then he'll just do a beautiful image of a, a little leaf you know um and he does talk about focusing on things around your feet as well as the grander scenes so yeah and obviously I just he made me think a lot about Japan and how beautiful it is and I'm also a big fan of Ghibli so it kind of like reminds me of that too and I like colour I do I do love black and white but I love colour and his work is very colourful. Excellent Lynn last choice 
Um, well, this is another recent acquisition and it's Mark Power's latest edition of the shipping forecast. So quite topical yeah. for what we've been talking about, but I got it after we've done the project because I might have got some inspiration from it. But again, lots of black and white photographs and lots of things that I like photographing, you know, buildings and, and, and yeah. people and things along the coast. But the depth of his images is incredible. You really have to keep going back and looking at them because you see more and more and more in them each time you go back. Yeah, absolutely. John? Um, last time, I think I mentioned it last time I was on, but it's Alexander Gronsky's uh, pastoral uh, Moscow suburbs. Uh, yeah. It's a colour one this time rather, rather than black and white, just uh, I do like some colour stuff as well occasionally. Um, and it just shows how people use spaces that aren't designed for what they're meant to be for, I guess. And there's, there's people in a, in a place um, and he's just got an eye for, for something that I just wish I could even come anywhere near. It's it's just some some beautiful work of some derelict and you know, I say awful places, but uh, places that wouldn't normally get photographed anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think you you maybe have mentioned that before, but it's very interesting just to see the the sheer broad spectrum of books and influences that people talk about. Yeah, at the same time, everyone can produce work independently that comes together to produce, uh, to produce the literal book, um, that is 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 hopefully going to be published very very shortly. Um, so all I can say on that note is uh, thank you very much all for your time this morning. It's been a pleasure chatting to you about about your collaborative book. Um, I look forward very much to seeing it and also to see to be able to read it with all the words and just to feel the whole tactile experiences. I'm sure knowing uh, Paul and John that it'll be very much about the actual physical element of the book as well as as well as what's inside. Absolutely. So thank you all very much for your time this morning. It's been a pleasure. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you.